welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am wired to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about nature versus nurture and how biology affects dating. Now, I know this is a topic that a lot of you haven't thought of, but those of you who have read my book, actually it's chapter three in my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, apparently this chapter really does change lives. And I wanted to let you know that, you know, the media oftentimes tells you that it's nurture and your environment and, you know, how you were raised and your influence influencers, meaning your teachers, your parents, your siblings, what have you, they are the ones who mold you and shape you. But through my years of academic research, I kept finding that that's really not the case. That's really not how it works. And I wrote this book, and a lot of men wrote to me, and they said, how can you write a book that tells the whole story of all women? Aren't all women complicated and and detailed and not easy to figure out. So how can you write a one-size-fits-all book? And I said, look, I took my research back 10,000 years ago because I wanted to see how did the caveman do it. And I wanted to find out if cavemen were were doing dating and relationships any differently than we are in 2017. And over and over again, I kept finding that not much has changed. So the reason why I deduce that not much has changed, meaning that there is a biological blueprint that affects our behavior and our behavior toward the opposite sex, our behavior toward relationships and dating, our behavior for procreation, and our behavior for recreation, like recreational sex. So it absolutely is related. And to overlook nature, meaning the blueprint of what our hormones, our synapses, our enzymes are telling us to do. In fact, they are driving us to do certain things. And it happens at a subconscious level. Much like if you get um, an irritant in your nose, if you smell something and it's not good for your body, you automatically sneeze it out. It's very automatic. You don't. It doesn't have to tell your brain, should I sneeze, shouldn't I sp- sneeze. It's automatic. It happens subconsciously. If you if you put your hand over an open fire and that fire is hot and active, you will automatically pull away. You don't need a an extra thought pattern or a thought process to pull you away from a hot flame or a hot uh, metal object like a stove. Same thing happens with biology. These hormones are in there, they're embedded, they are there for a reason, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I want you to understand how these processes work because they will absolutely benefit you. They are life-changing when you find out, ah, that's why things happen the way they do. So have you ever um, wondered why she does the things that she does. Have you ever wondered why you do what you do? Do you sometimes think that your behavior is out of your control? You're not crazy. There really is a reason, and finding out what runs you will unleash unlimited personal power, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So before we get on that topic, if you happen to have missed Last week's show, we were talking about how I made $100,000 on YouTube with my guest, Randy Shear, a.k.a. Uberman, um, to hear his story about how he has promoted his YouTube site. And you can, the takeaway from this is you don't have to be a rideshare driver or any kind of driver to benefit. What I wanted to do is spotlight how this man took his entrepreneurial spirit, took what he was already doing and already good at, which was being a driver, a rideshare driver, and he translated that into generating income 
on YouTube. You can start this part-time, which I'm sure he did, and then eventually it snowballed into, into such a big venture that he has quit his day job, quit the Uber job, and he's doing the website full-time. Anyway, I hope the uh, story inspires you, and uh, you can listen to uh, that show and any and all of my archive shows um, on my new mobile app. My mobile app is, is uh, free to download, both for iPhone users and Android users. And if you haven't uh, done so yet, if you haven't done the mobile app yet, we're also on SoundCloud and TuneIn. But anyway, download the app because you can listen live and listen to any and all of the archive shows. And you can uh, listen live. You can also hit the uh, one-touch dialing button, the call now button on the listen live section, and you can show up on this topic. So without further ado, we actually have a caller on the line uh, right now, and he wants to tell us his story. I believe we have Sean on the line from Vero Beach, Florida. Welcome, Sean. Hello. Hi there, how are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. Very good. I hear you have a story to tell on the uh, nature versus nurture topic. Tell us. Yeah, it's a, it's, this is like a really bizarre thing to me. It's uh, <clears throat> my my brother. <clears throat> excuse me. My brother and I grew up, uh, you know, in, in Florida about uh, 50 years ago uh, when he was a about 18 I was three years younger he got married immediately had a kid the son was uh, about two years old when my brother and his wife divorced and uh, you know at that time my brother had had no real good job and wasn't still in college so uh, the ex-wife's second husband decided to adopt the son uh and that was at two years old. <clears throat> right. It wasn't. It wasn't for another sixteen years that we heard from. We heard from uh, the the family when I ran into the the ex wife and her family at a restaurant, and she invited me over to to meet them. Essentially, meet my nephew. Uh, when so, you ran into, not your brother, but you. Right, I, I I ran into the ex-wife. Wow, so That's a small world. <laughs> I went, I, yeah, it was very weird. Um, but she invited me and over to meet my nephew, who I had not seen in sixteen years. And uh, as soon as I walked in the door, he said hello, and he had the he didn't look at all like my brother. He looked almost identical to the the ex-wife, but right. the voice, the mannerisms, the sarcastic sense of humor were all exactly like my brother. Wow! And there's no, there's no, there was absolutely no contact between them for 16 years. So there's no way that he got that sense of humor or the, or that attitude from being around my brother. I gotcha. So you're saying that the it's a genetic thing, that those genetic features were passed on. Absolutely. There's no, no way it could be nurture. <laughs> I love that. That's, yeah. you know, he was raised by a different dad and, and, you know, a different city, different household and no contact whatsoever. And it's kind of cool that you were able to notice so many traits of your brother in your nephew. It, it was it was absolutely bizarre. Aha. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that story and for making the point of uh, today's topic. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. All right. Thanks for calling the show. I appreciate that. By the way, um, if you're currently listening to our show, we're talking about nature versus nurture, um, how biology affects dating. You can also call into the show, 951-922-3532, 951 
922-3532 or go to the One Touch Dialing from my Listen Live area on my new mobile app. Um, if you want to find the mobile app, just Google the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross and it should come up uh, for you and download that app, okay? All right, we will talk to you right back after the break. Let's talk about why I wanted to talk about this subject today. There were actually two um, things that happened this week, and it just uh, got my juices flowing, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I need to talk about nature versus nurture. I want to tell you what inspired me right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. So when did this controversial debate occur, nature versus nurture? If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We're talking about how biology affects dating. You, too, can call in uh, with your comment or question to 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. 3532. So this controversial debate has existed since 1869 when the the phrase nature versus nurture was coined by the English polymath Francis Galton. A polymath, by the way, I had to look up that word because I didn't know what it meant. It means a person who is a walking encyclopedia of information. Now, those who agree with the nature side argue that the DNA and genotype that we are born with determine who we are and what personality traits that we will have. Now, those who agree with the nurture side of the debate argue that we are born with our minds as a blank slate and through learning experiences and interactions with the world around us, we begin to gain an understanding of life and acquire different attributes. So that's the premise, nature versus nurture, and that's what we're talking about today. So one of the things that inspired me uh, for today's topic was actually um, a reader of mine, a a brand new fan, I shall say, who just uh, picked up the book Mastering Women, and he was very taken with Chapter 3. In fact, I believe he's on the line now. I'll introduce him in just a second. Before I get there, uh, let me tell you what he wrote. And it 
completely affected me, and I'm so glad that I can get through to you guys in this way. You have got to stop procrastinating. You have got to go to Amazon and get the book right now. You can download it in 90 seconds um, as an ebook uh, right on your computer or any device that you so choose, or you can pick up the uh, paperback version. A lot of my guys actually do end up getting the paperback version with a yellow highlighter, and they read read it again and again and again because they say there's so much material in there. So anyway, don't be left out. So here's what he had to write, my new reader. He says, your book changed my life. The part I found most fascinating was the oxytocin and biology stuff. I never realized how much of an impact our bodily systems have on our relationships. I always thought, I was weird. I was never able to talk to anyone about these kinds of issues and have been searching for answers my entire life. After having read your book, my whole life now makes sense. I even found out why my dear departed wife always kept pineapple juice for me in the fridge. You definitely have let out all the secrets of the universe. Any man is an idiot not to run and buy your book right now. So with that amazing review, let me welcome to you, uh, welcome um, Bill to our show. Uh, Bill, thanks very much for calling. Uh, he's calling from uh, Columbia, Columbia, Maryland. Welcome. That's correct, yes. I just thought it would be important to let your uh, listeners know that your book is really fantastic. Uh, it was an eye-opener for me. I never could explain my bonding with my wife when we first met. But yet, in Chapter 3 of your book, you have a fantastic discussion about a man not having sex for three months, and then the bonding is extremely strong, the oxytocin bonding. Well, when I met my wife, we bonded extremely strongly. And... It lasted for 47 years, but it never made any sense to me. I thought, you know, I, uh, in all of my uh, suddenliness, <laughs> that I overwhelmed her somehow. But no, it was chemical. There's no question about it now in my mind, having read this chapter three in your book. And while we're talking about your book, I just thought I would mention that the chapter about Shoe dogs. I laugh. That is one of the funniest things because I have a neighborhood full of them. <laughs> and that was just something that was very humorous in your book. But I kept going back to chapter three. And chapter three really changed my whole perception of my relationship with my wife. And it was uh, quite enlightening. And I thank you. Thank you so much for those kind words. By the way, if you don't, for the listening audience, if you don't know what shoe dog is, I refer to those tiny little, I guess the, the girls call them teacup dogs. I call it a shoe dog because they're, they're, it seems like they're no bigger than the size of a man's shoe. Um, you know, these are genetically bred dogs that they have taken the smallest of the CC species and have um, bred them to make smaller and smaller dogs because that's what girls like. Girls like little things. But unfortunately, they're, they're yappers and they have a lot of <laughs> genetic disorders because that's not how dogs breed in, in real life. So anyway, there's a chapter on there on, uh, you know, how a woman might control you by having you walk around her shoe dog, you know, she, she'll have you, oh, honey, will you take the dog out for a walk or, or, you know, Fluffy needs to, you know, go to pot, you know, go to, to the restroom or what have you. So anyway, it sounds very innocent. It sounds like you're just being a good guy and you are walking this dog around the block because, you know, the dog nature calls, right? 
But that's really not her intention. That's really not why she is doing it. She is doing it for territorialization. She is marking her block. She is marking her territory. And to find out more about what that means, you'll need to get the book. The listeners need to get the book and and read that chapter. So thank you for thinking that that's a funny chapter. But it's funny, but it's true. So you want to know when she asks you to do something, gee, what is the underlying message of this? What does she really mean by this? So that's what that means. And with regard to the no sex for three months, let me um, explain that to our listeners as well. Women have a hormone that's called oxytocin. Now, oxytocin is a very strong hormone that bonds this man to this woman upon sex. In fact, um, that influx of that hormone goes up three to five times the post-sex level of oxytocin goes up three to five times more than if you compare it to the pre-sex levels. So it is a very strong bond that compels her to stay with you and be with you against all reason. I mean, this guy might be a bad guy. He might be you know, not the right match for her in any way, shape, or form, but nature in its infinite wisdom, in her infinite wisdom, has decided that this is the guy. So the minute she has sex with him, she gets that that hormone dump. Conversely, men don't have that. Men also do produce oxytocin, but the oxytocin, in order for a buildup to happen, in order for a buildup to happen in a woman, it happens instantaneously. The minute you have sex, the minute, you know, he's out of you, um, you know, you have that dump in your system. I mean, it happens probably within minutes or milliseconds. For a man, it's not that quick. For a man to get that, that same level of bonding um, feeling there would have to be a buildup of 90 days of repeated exposure to that woman again and again and again. Now, why is this unique? It's unique because men's bodies are not built that way. Men's bodies are meant to be a rolling stone. They're meant to bed, you know, they're they're meant to spread their seed far and wide because back in the beginning of time, maybe there were only 2,000 people on earth and there was a, a decided... Um, you know, energy, a decided possibility that the species was going to go extinct. You know, I mean, there were a lot of factors that were involved. Lack of food, lack of fresh water, uh, weather elements like hurricanes, tsunamis, earthquakes, avalanches, you know, you name it. Um, you know, there were a lot of, fa- oh, illness was another one that could wipe out, you know, a, a whole giant population, segment of the population. So there were a lot of factors that could prevent the species from enduring. So men's bodies are genetically wired to spread their seed. They're not meant to be monogamous. Uh, monogamy was in, is an invention by uh, religion to hold the men down and to keep them accountable and to have them take care of the women and children because if religion didn't brainwash everybody to that degree, uh, you know, to, for, for men to be monogamous, then guess what? Society would have to take care of women and children, and that was too much of a burden to pay for society. So that's why they invented these things. But shy of that, if we go pre-religious times, you know, a man's body is meant to keep moving bed her and keep moving, go on to the next woman because a man can populate as many women as he wants. I mean, what was it? Uh, Picasso uh, was able to father a child at age 90 and um, it's, it's slipping my mind now, but there was a famous actor that, uh, you know, had a child at 70 plus, I think it was like 75 or whatever he was. Um, anyway, so a guy's sperm can last a very long time, you know, during his lifetime. So it's his nature to keep moving. So for a guy to, to stay put 
and be monogamous and be with one woman, then you get a slow drip. Then you get a slow influx and a slow buildup of the hormone oxytocin. After a 90-day period, then most guys will bond with that woman. So, um, you know, that's what we're talking about. And if we roll back the clock to before the invention of the pill and before the invention of modern-day contraceptives, our grandfathers had to court women. Um, And, of course, that 90-day buildup did occur. So they were seeing the same woman again and again and again because they wanted to have sex eventually with that woman. And back in those days, they had to marry her in order to get sex. Now that we have all kinds of contraceptives and, you know, also today because there's no shame involved in having sex out of, outside of marriage, um, you know, that's not as relevant today. But back in our grandfather's day, that was the only way they were going to get sex unless they went to the red light district down the street, which some of, some of them did do that. You know, back in those days, they had to marry to get sex. So anyway, that's why that 90-day deal is important and how it's relevant to today's situation. Why, thank you, Bill, for calling in. I really appreciated that. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome to stay on. Uh, We're going to go for a quick break. Uh, If not, um, thank you for calling. I I invite you to call again. And if you are currently listening to our show, uh, listeners, we are here at... 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about nature versus nurture, how biology affects dating, and I, when we come back from the break, I will tell you the second reason that inspired today's show. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world. And you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about nature 
versus nurture and how biology affects dating. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, just like Sean and Bill did today, you're welcome to do so with your comment or question, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. So I want to talk to you about what was the second reason that inspired today's show. And I was reading an article by Camille Paglia. Have you heard about her? She's a feminist, but she, like me, she's also pro-men. And like me, she's also pro-reality, which seems to be a very unique and rare commodity these days. Uh, A lot of people who are in the media today, um, instead of being pro-reality, they teach pro-propaganda, it seems like. So anyway, I was reading this article, and I certainly will post this article on my Facebook fan page so you can all see. By the way, if you haven't uh, liked my Facebook fan page, you need to do so now. So easy to find. Just go to Google The Men's Advocate Show. Google The Men's Advocate Show. Go to my Facebook fan page. In the upper right-hand corner, hit Like page. Uh, Hit it again a second time to allow the notifications. And once a week, you'll find out what the topic is, who the guests are, and then after the show, if I have any references or links um, that's related to the show or what I or the guests spoke about, you know, it's all right there on the Facebook fan page. So make sure you like it, make sure you share it, and tell your friends. Okay, so anyway, she was she had this article, which is published in uh, theweeklystandard.com, and the article was on transgenderism. And here is uh, Camille's uh, um, quote. She says, Today's liberalism has become so grotesquely mechanistic and authoritarian, it's all about reducing individuals to a group identity, defining that group in a permanent victim terms, and denying their democratic right to challenge that group and its ideology. Okay, my comment to that is I thoroughly find this to be true. Sad, but true. It seems like whatever the media is dumping on us, um, you know, those of us who oppose whatever they're trying to shove down our throats or we, we know to not be reality, it seems like we're not allowed to speak up, that we are um, silenced and suffocated in some way to not let the truth out. So the propaganda continues. Um, okay, so anyway, Camille says, back to the article, Camille says that transgenderism is create it, it was created to create a permanent class of customers who will need to take the prescribed hormones for life um, I found that to be astounding I mean the media wants to tell you that this whole agenda with the transgenderism is because you know people are fluid they're sexually fluid one day they think like a female one day they think like a male And Camille says, no, no, that it's not this way, that you can, um, you know, chop off a a man's penis, but the blueprint of the person is still male. So just because you do that, the rest of his genetics is still male. So, you know, they want, the media wants to tell you that this whole transgender business is because it's teaching society how to be sensitive to everybody's needs and, you know, everyone is different. Not only is everyone different, but our sexual needs are fluid, that one day we can be this, this gender, one day we can be that gender. And it turns out that that's not what's true at all. The true agenda here is for the drug companies to administer these hormones to the transgender community for the rest of their life. Now, why is that important? Uh, Turns out that years ago they tried to give a drug to um, menopausal women And they wanted to give this drug because, you know, along with menopause, it can create up to about 15 symptoms of disease, shall we say. 
And these FDA drugs, you know, upon administration, were supposed to curb some or all of these symptoms. Well, not only did it not do a good job at curbing those symptoms, but it created so much uh, havoc in a woman's body. And some of these uh, issues were life-threatening issues that they finally ended up pulling, you know, those uh, uh, post-menopausal drugs from the market. So what a great way to sell millions and millions of prescriptions of this drug to any woman that's over 45 years of age and is in that menopausal category, right? So now with this drug being pulled, they lost the FDA, I mean, I'm sorry, the drug companies lost a huge chunk of their revenue. So they had to create something new to replace that. And what they did was is they created this new genre of uh, genders called, you know, transgenderism. And guess what? Now they have a new class of people that will be their permanent customer for the rest of their lives. Pretty slick, huh? All right. Camille goes on to say, it certainly is ironic how liberals who posture as defenders of science when it comes to global warning, which it, warming, which is a sentimental myth unsupported by the evidence, flee all reference to biology when it comes to gender. Camille goes on to say, biology has been programmic, programmably excluded from women's studies and gender studies programs for almost 50 years. Uh, when I read that line, I nearly fell off my chair. This is so true. I mean, you know, the agenda that the media is putting down our throats is so true. And I also noticed that in the early 70s with the second wave of feminism, one of the myths that were created back then were the genders are the same. The sexes are the same. Okay. And they have have this attitude where, you know, anything a guy can do, a girl can do better, so on and so forth. And, you know, they wanted to have the blurring of the lines. They wanted to say that, you know, the sexes think the same, they act the same, their behaviors are the same. And, in fact, I devote... The very first chapter of my book, Mastering Women, which you can find on Amazon, directly to this cause, because it absolutely is a lie. Uh, the sexes are completely different. We are biologically different in every way. Now, we both might start at point A. We both might want to get to point C. But how we get from A to Z is decidedly Different. So the fact that she's saying that the media has suppressed, um, you know, biology and suppressed that valid information, valid and vital information from the average consumer, from the average pu- public, it is craziness. But it absolutely is going on. So I want you, my fans, to be informed and I want you to know what those differences are because you cannot move forward unless you know where you stand and you know where she stands. Once you know those two things, it is mind-boggling at what kind of power and doors will open. Things will just unfold and your relationships will become so much easier if when you know this information between the sexes, that the sexes are different. I'm not saying that one sex is better than the other. Um, you know, the sexes are meant to complement each other. There is no better. There is no right. There is no wrong. They're, they're meant to, they're meant to complement. So what that means is her strengths might be your weaknesses. And your strengths might be her weaknesses. And together, when you bond together, the strengths get even better and the weaknesses rise up. So both of the sexes benefit in a happy, healthy relationship. You both benefit because you elevate each other. And that that unity and that bond is what creates 
a fabulous relationship. So now the reason why I know these things to be true is because my teachings are biology-based. And that's the reason why I know my tenets hold true. It has been this way for thousands of years and will continue until those who... um, pollute our food supply and other ways to interrupt our hormones. And unfortunately, the same people who are behind the media are also, you know, behind the scenes. They've got the marionette strings behind the scenes and they're doing everything in their power to, it's called, um, it's called hormone disruptors. And it could be things like BPA. In other words, the plastics um, in those water bottles uh, that we touch, that's a hormone disruptor. It's making our natural genes mutate and act in a different way. Or it's making um, it gender blend to where the sexes are closer and closer together than before. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of things that, that are going on today. You just have to be aware. Another source is our food supply, uh, the chemicals and the hormones and the pesticides and what have you that infiltrate all our food, our protein sources, as well as fruits and vegetables. It seems like it's everywhere. I don't know how you escape all that other than having, you know, a piece of dirt in your backyard and and you grow everything yourself, um, if that's possible. Um, If it's not possible, I don't even know how much I trust, you know, the labels of organic because a lot of uh, products say they're organic and when the companies dig further into it it turns out they're not organic so you know it's just a complete buyer beware situation right now and just know that they're trying to do things to interrupt your hormones to interrupt the natural biology of how your body should work so the media wants to brainwash the public that our behavior is nurture, which means environment-based. It has never been and never will be. I'm here to tell you that it's nature, which means biology-based. So um, we found out that sometimes what they say, you know, we, we were talking a few minutes ago about the transgender community. You know, another thing that they tried to bring upon us, this also happened about 50 years ago, was the uh, purpose of food stamps. They want you to have a bleeding heart, that this is a social benefit program, that it's there, you know, we're there to take care of the needy. You know, this is an interim step because maybe, uh, you know, that person doesn't have anyone, a family member to rely on if they're down and out on their luck. So, you know what? I'm all in favor of that. If you're temporarily down and out on your luck, um, you know, if you want to stay on the program for six months, 12 months, whatever it is, I'm all in favor of education to help you get back on your feet. Yes, you might be down, but this was never intended to be a career move, you know, and now we have people who have completely abused the welfare program and it's a career move. They've been on this program for decades. They have no intention of working, even though they're able-bodied people and they could work. So when I dug deeper with regard to what is the purpose of food stamps, you know, like I say, they want to make, you know, you bleed your heart to say this is a social welfare program. But no, no, that's not what it is at all. Uh, The purpose of food stamps is to sell more Coca-Cola. The number one most purchased item at the checkout with people who are uh, welfare recipients, I mean, I'm sorry, the food stamp recipients, is Coca-Cola. That's what they're buying. So if you take away this program, this global uh, corporation is now going to make less money because millions and millions of people will be off of the program and, oh, you know, how's Coca-Cola going to (laughs) survive? It's, uh, you know, you have to be careful what you see and read and hear and it just seems like there's so much going on behind the scenes that that doesn't meet the eye so do your research anyway that's kind of what uh, inspired me with regard to this topic so 
Let's take a quick break. Um, if you've currently joined us, we are talking about the the we are talking about nature versus nurture and how biology affects dating. You're on with me, your host, Linda Gross. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show, and you're welcome to call us, 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about the happiest day in a woman's life, and what is the primary biological drive that women have. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about nature versus nurture and how biology affects dating. Call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We were talking uh, earlier, uh, what is oxytocin? Uh, remember, this is the, the hormone that bonds this woman to this man consider this hormone hormone as an antecedent cocktail to get her to fall for you now if she didn't have this hormone then she may not fall for you i mean that's kind of how biology works because her number one drive in life is to fall for you to the point that she has sex with you and then she can meet her biological drive and the number one biological drive for women is to have a child that's what their bodies are geared up to do so you know a lot of women say, you know, the guys will say something like, oh, you know, I'm not in, you know, into a relationship right now. I'm busy with school or career or whatever their story is. I'm not looking for anything serious. And, you know, the, gr the girl chimes in, oh, that's fine by me. I'm not looking for anything serious either. It's totally fine if we have a casual relationship. Guess what, guys? Don't believe any of that. Don't believe what comes out of her mouth because the biology, the hormones that are flooding her system are going to override all of that. Now, the strongest willed woman can override whatever nature told her to do for a period of about two to three months. After that point in time, she can't take it anymore because the bio, because the, the hormone oxytocin is so strong. And it keeps driving her to, you know, produce a child, produce a child. Now, she doesn't know all this is happening. 
Most women are not consciously aware that this is happening. But on a biological level, on a hormonal level, these are the hormones that are being dumped into her system. And the end result is for her to produce a child. Now, the number one um, biological drive of a man is to spread his seed. And the reason why is for the continuance of the species, like we talked about. So the hormone that controls a man is testosterone. Now, it's no joke. You know, there if there is a buildup of testosterone, that's not going to, you know, stay there for too long. So testosterone, one of the elements of testosterone is you must release. So you're either going to be, uh, you're either going to self-serve or you're going you're gonna to release inside of a woman, one or the other, your hand or a woman, right? But ultimately, your body is telling you, Every day, in fact, some men, you know, four, five, six times a day, it's telling you release, release, release. So a lot of men are geared up with what can I do to have sex or what can I do to, you know, masturbate, to release. So that's what goes on. Now, the tricky thing about testosterone is, now listen to this, guys, testosterone is the antidote to oxytocin. In other words, testosterone blocks the oxytocin in a man's body. It is it in essence it turns out that testosterone is the canceling effect to bonding. Cuz like I like I told you, you know, uh, 10,000 years ago, um, you know, it was your job to keep keep rolling here. You, you weren't meant to be with one woman. So if it, if it blocks you from bonding with one woman, then your natural in- inclination is to keep moving on, to not be tied up, to keep moving on. So it is a little bit of, um, you know, societal pressures that, that uh, ask men to stay monogamous with one person. So have you ever noticed that, you know, there you are on a first date, and you're just trying to get to know the person, and she is already assuming that you're an item. She's all, if she's been to your house, she's already rearranging the dishes. Um, if you're at the first uh, dinner date or what have you, she's insisting and assuming that you're already going to be uh, faithful to her. So, all of this is a, as a result of her oxytocin buildup, and that's why it's very difficult for a woman to override the effect of oxytocin. So anyway, if you're wondering why these crazy events occur, that's the reason why. If you happen to uh, love our show, please listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, download my app and buy my book on Amazon. A lot of this um, is uh, talked about in Mastering Women, available on Amazon. We, I go way more in-depth, and you can find out the real deal on anything and everything that a woman does and how it affects you and how you can maximize maximize your results and be the master of your world thank you everybody for joining us today we'll see you each and every wednesday right here on the men's advocate show 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern time thanks again see you next week